Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Emily. Wow, it's been a hot minute since I last recorded. Um, I will start with the updates once again, but honestly, I don't really have anything specific planned for this episode. I'll just talk out of my ass the whole time. Fantastic. So, life updates. Um, it is already August. It's August 5th, 2020. COVID still exists. Um, I say this, like, little date COVID update as if, like, in five years, I'll, like, listen back to these episodes, which I might, but honestly, I doubt it because every time I, um, like, post anything on social media or... Or even, like, the few things that I post on YouTube. Like, it honestly just makes me cringe to look back at it. So, I doubt I'll ever listen to these again. But it's fine. I think in the, if anyone from the future is listening, this might be interesting. But yes, life is still slightly depressing. I think it's a lot better during the summer. Because um, that's when it's actually, like, kind of fun to like go to a restaurant and like sit outside or like grab takeout food and like go to a park or something with friends like I'm able to hang out with friends I also have a a lighter class load so I have like a little bit more free time to do that um and I just know that like in the winter when it's cold every day and like also a bunch of my friends are going back to school so it's going to be I just have a very scary feeling that I'm going to once again fall in a huge pit of depression, um, which obviously is not exciting to me, but I'm trying to live in the present and focus on the things that make me happy. Um, I'll give a class update because I'm currently taking um, online classes, online summer classes, And so the way mine works is I'm taking an accounting class that is all summer. And then I'm taking, uh, I I just finished an informatics course that was kind of like an intensive. um, That was the first half of summer. And now I'm taking another informatics course that is also an intensive in the second half of summer. Um, Yeah, honestly, all I talk about is school, but that's because like, it's like the majority of my life. So I'm sorry if you don't care about this, but I'm going to talk about it. So my first info class that, like I said, I finished, I literally had so much fun doing it. And like, I kept my shit together the whole class. Um, When I say that, I mean, like, sometimes when I take a class, like, I mentally just like crash or I get behind in an assignment and it like stresses me out so much that I just continue getting behind. So I like fall into a little pit. It's kind of really crappy. It is one of the worst feelings. But yeah, moral of the story is I that didn't happen to me for the first class. And I think it's because... Um, so like a lot of people like online classes because you don't have to be there at a certain time. Like, you can always watch recordings, which, like, if you have an 8 a.m., then you can 
you know, watch the recording at like 5 p.m. Like if you're the type of person that is most productive at night, like you can do all your school stuff at night, Um, which first of all, I am a morning person. So that doesn't even like it's not even relevant to me. But I am the type of person that needs something else to keep me accountable for um, keeping on track and getting my shit done. So whenever I I have asynchronous classes, ones where like everything, completely everything is recorded, like not even... um, like, it, it's not even on Zoom. It's just, like, recorded videos. Like, oof. Those classes are so bad because I just fall. It's so easy to fall behind. It's horrible. But with my first informatics class that I took this summer, it was, like, you're not allowed to have a class be mandatory. But let's just say we did a lot of activities where like you should have been there. And then we also had like quizzes that like you had to have been there. Um, And then also, honestly, like my professor or lecturer, whatever, he was really good at teaching. Like in my accounting class, for example, I like 90% of the time I'll watch the lecture like 70% through and I'll just get so sick of my um professor like being slow or just like not being very good at teaching like it just annoys me so I stop watching and I'll most often like re-watch the lecture at two times speed because it like is it makes more sense in my brain when it's like when it has a good pace I don't know if that makes sense But yeah, like in this info class, um, he was a great professor. It was like I had to, um, I had to like be on Zoom at a certain time every day. I made it a priority. And then third, we had project groups. Um, We had like every informatics class like basically is um, like the content is all directed towards a huge major project, which is, like, amazing because it kind of mimics what you would see in, like, in, like, industry. So, like, it's pretty great. And, like, for this one specifically, you were allowed to, like, volunteer to be a team lead. And I was super anxious to do it, as always, because college makes me feel small and stupid. (laughs) But... I decided to volunteer and I honestly just really loved my other team like people in my group and it made me have to be accountable for not only my work but my group's work to like keep my group on trap on track sorry so basically I learned so much in this class like I genuinely feel like I could apply to internships and have technical interviews and like answer their questions and actually get the internship and then actually contribute real work in that internship, which is a very exciting feeling because a lot of my other classes and like honestly all through high school, 
And I hate to say this, like some classes in college, I kind of just breeze through the work. And I, a lot of people do this. Like this is very understandable. But like a lot of people just like breeze through the work, um, just kind of like trying to get it done to get like a specific grade, which is, you know, fine and good for your GPA. But especially in college, when you are learning material that you're potentially most likely going to need in your career, it is kind of important that you actually learn the material. So yeah, like I just, it was a great class. I'm sad it's over. It was a databases class. I also never imagined that I would like such a, well, I don't know. When I uh, was going into um, my senior year of high school and I needed to decide which major I was applying to in like every school I always said that like oh I might want to do data science but in my mind I always imagined it as such a crappy boring like very technical and like analytical job and I mean it is (laughs) it could be considered a boring analytical technical like very annoying job (laughs) um but whatever I'll come back to that basically I imagine that like oh I want to like go into tech because it's good money and like I like the work environment and all that but like I want to do something more creative which I've taken I wouldn't say like a wide variety of type of like quote-unquote like tech classes like in the tech industry type classes um but I thought that I would really like um design and even I I thought I would even really like um front-end development web like basically web development Um, And I'm in the class right now, and maybe I would like it better. Maybe I would like the content of the class a lot more if, again, it was, like, an in-person environment and, like, a – just, like, like not asynchronous. I fucking hate asynchronous. This is ruining my life. (laughs) Like, maybe I would like the content more if the structure of the class was different. Like, I I honestly don't know. But genuinely, I don't really like the content. It feels like – very uh what's the word it feels very tedious like small tedious things that like you honestly just like look up on the internet well I don't know (laughs) I don't know I'll let you know at the end of this class how I feel about it (laughs) let's just say that because I might you know you never know I might like it um Yeah, and I think I enjoyed, like, the database class. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The stuff that I've done in, like, data science so far, I've liked because you're not – I don't – I'm not necessarily, like, being artistically creative, but I'm being, like – creative in the way that I'm like solving problems 
or like I don't know it it kind of reminds me of like when you learn math really well and you're doing problems and it's like kind of fun because it's repetitive but still like still like solving like problem solving in your brain it's like kind of challenging but like you know what you're doing and you know how to get the correct answer that's the analogy i'm giving haha -ha. <laughs> um yeah moral of the story is like i'm just very happy that i like it because i think i always wanted to do it for the wrong reasons um which made me doubt myself that i would actually be successful doing it so even so it was like my it was like a battle in my mind where i wanted to go for whatever i wanted to do but at the same time i could never do it because i had this mental block that i would never like it or be good at it in order to succeed so this gives me hope that i actually do like it and i will succeed so that was very confusing but i'm excited for my future basically um yeah that's kind of all i talk about these days all that anyone ever talks about is kind of like how life is kind of depressing still um, or like their work, their school, their job. A lot of people right now are talking about like the debate of like even either going back to school or not. Most people, if they have an apartment, they are going back to school. And there's like a small part of me that's like wishing that people, that other people don't go back even though they do have an apartment just so they can be like miserable with me. There's like a quote that some that like says that perfectly but i don't know what it is um but actually most of my close friends are staying not most like literally one <laughs> um good enough right and i don't know whatever we're gonna move on from my life update and talk about I don't know. I've decided that this episode I am going to talk about what I think about relationships and love because, you know, those are the episodes that do really well. And by do really well, I just mean I get like 15 plus listeners. So that's kind of huge for me if I do say so for myself. It's either this, like relationship episodes, or by far i get the most um streams on the episodes that i talk about tiktok oh my god i have a tiktok update i think some of you will be very proud and relieved with me but i deleted tiktok i was really hoping that it was gonna get deleted on its own because fuck that shit um that shit is so toxic like even more than uh like other forms of social media just my personal opinion um i don't know i'll say my goodbye to tiktok right now this is what i'm gonna what i'm gonna say about it thank you tiktok for teaching me a lot of incredible things about my skin i think my skincare is a lot better 
Um, as well as like working out just in general, like I've definitely learned a lot that allowed me to make improvements in my life. But with that said, there's a lot of bullshit things that I already like think about, but TikTok just like whenever you're like interested in a topic and you interact with the TikTok in some way, it'll, you know, the algorithm will basically bring up a bunch of more, a bunch more similar videos, which is like literally how the algorithm works. Like that's what TikTok wants. Like, like it wants to give you more content that uh, it, um, it learns that you enjoy, like, which makes complete sense. Like that's why everyone's obsessed with it and it's so personalized and it's amazing but I don't know there's just some stuff that like I don't know I just felt like it was kind of toxic (laughs) um oh and another positive thing is that TikTok groups you with um a bunch of people like basically like the con like it brings up content that you agree with and that you like and whatever and it kind of like shows you that a bunch of other people have the same weird and random thoughts as you like people will make videos about like the randomest shit that you think like no one else does that like makes you feel super weird inside or insecure or whatever and you'll learn that like 500,000 other people think the exact same thing So it makes you feel very, like, comforted in a lot of ways. But I don't know. Like I said, like, it brings up a lot of stuff that, like, I don't actually want to think about that kind of makes – it, like, pushes me to uh, think about more and believe. And um, this goes into, like, the topic that I'm going to talk about today about, like, relationships and stuff. Um. But I don't know, it just like makes me think a lot of negative thoughts about the world, which I don't find necessary. I have enough of that on my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, and it also just makes you stare at your phone for like many hours. Um, and I feel like it definitely um what's how do I say this? I feel like it definitely shortens your attention span because you get used to like 10 second videos and then like you don't want to watch a movie or whatever, which is crazy. Whatever. Um, Goodbye, TikTok. I mean, I will probably re-download it at some point because I'm not. Um, Actually, I have like, I haven't had it for like a week and a half and I'm feeling good. So we'll see. We'll see. I feel truthfully not having it makes my mind feel a lot clearer. I don't know what. Um, also, in general, like, I don't really have Instagram or, like, and I'm not really using Snapchat that much on my phone. So I'm kind of leaning, weaning, what the fuck? What is the word? I am just hopping off the, that social media train. I don't think it's that healthy. But also I spend hours on end like watching Netflix. So who am I to say what's healthy and what's not healthy? Whatever. Moving on. Um, I'm currently drinking 
of wine because I'm a wine bitch. Um, my father recently bought white wine because I told him that's what I that's the only thing that I liked and drank in college in terms of wines. And I told him that like I or in the past in the past, literally like a few before quarantine, I did not like red wine. And now I very much like red wine more than white wine. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my update on that. Now, the topic that I'm going to talk about today, like I said, we're talking about unhealthy relationships, or at least like my thoughts on relationship dynamics. And now that I'm saying this out loud, mm, I might very much uh, listen to this like in a few years or what, or even like in a few months, haha, and be like, wow, Emily, you sound so delusional. Um, and I'll explain why I might think that um, later on in this episode. Um... So basically, I feel like um, the society and also TikTok, shout out TikTok, like I said, I would talk about it again. Um, TikTok makes you feel like you, makes women at least feel like they want to be in a relationship and they need to be in a relationship. They need to have a boyfriend. Every freaking rom-com is like all about getting a boyfriend and having a boyfriend and TikTok grouped me in the con in the type of content that was always complaining about not having a boyfriend. <laughs> That's so hilarious. Um and so sometimes it makes me feel like ah I need a boyfriend. My life is so incomplete without having one. And also I feel like an incomplete human being because I've never actually been in a real relationship. Oh no. And I'm turning 20 this year. And like soon I, like, I'm, a, I'm also like a very, what's the word? Mm, I like to call myself a very realistic and like what's what am I trying to say I'm a very calculated person where I'm like oh this is the goal these are the things I need to do to meet that goal um ABC yes <laughs> and so in this case in my mind I'm like okay like I need to have, like, at least two or three serious relationships before I, like, find my husband and, like, settle down. And I'm, like, okay, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, um, I'm almost 20 and I've never been in a single uh, relationship, which means, like, by the time I'm in my first actual relationship, let's say I'm, like, 21 – and then that lasts until I'm 22. And then my second one is at 24. And then my third one is at 25. And then what does that say? Like, I'm going to be married by... I, what am I... 
okay, this is actually not what I mean. And when I say it out loud, it makes me sound absolutely crazy because it puts in perspective that my life is actually um, kind of a, a long time. Okay. <laughs> but like, you get what I mean. I'm just, sometimes I like panic and I'm like, oh my God, I need to like, like, oh my God, I haven't had a boyfriend yet. Ah, when in reality, like, who gives a fuck? Um, also, life doesn't work that way where, like, you don't ab- – it's not absolutely necessary to, like, go through guys <laughs> in order to, like, find one that you actually like 100% of the time to, settle- to like, settle down with or whatever. Um, also, now that I'm saying this out loud, I realize that, like, I don't know why I'm making the making like I don't know why I'm saying it as like oh finding a husband like truthfully I can't even imagine myself realistically getting married and having kids <laughs> like I used to say like all the time um especially like before going to college I used to say like oh I'm I am honestly not having kids and then after like a little bit of time has passed, I, you know, have grown to like children a little bit more. And I'm like, uh, realistically, like I still don't really like kids that much, but like realistically, like I'll get to the age where like all my friends are having kids and like everyone in everyone my age is having kids. Like I'm just going to want kids because FOMO, but hee hee, I don't really know. Sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. Same thing with like getting married. Like I honestly cannot really picture myself actually doing that finding a person that I like so much that I want to spend the rest of my life with them I don't know and I I also think that's like a generational thing like I think my generation Gen Z shout out you crazy motherfuckers um I don't know I feel like we're all about like our individual, I don't know. We're all like, fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so what am I trying to say? Let's get back on track with this conversation. I was talking about how like, sometimes I feel like I really want and or need a boyfriend and then other times, oh, and then that makes me like, really like drive up the conversations that I have with like the guy in my life or like it makes me go on tinder and like push like force myself to actually have conversations with people and then like try to further those relationships by like giving them my number my snapchat or whatever and truthfully I just it's hard for me to like actually like people in general in general like even in real life but online it's like we either have to have like a common like a similarity that we can like relate to or like I need to know them in person or something to like actually 
make me like them. So it's hard. I really don't enjoy Tinder. I talk about Tinder all the time. That's another thing. Um, Like, I really don't enjoy it. And the only time, like, literally, I always, like, re-download it and then delete it the next day because I get so sick of it. Um, And then, like, honestly, the times that I download Tinder is when I... Like, it's honestly when I get fed up with, like, my personal, my, my, like, real life, real, my, what am I saying? My, my love life, and I'm like, I need to fix it, I need to do something about it, but true, truthfully, I, especially, like, in the times of COVID, it's like, I don't even... Like, I accept the fact that I do not want to be in a relationship. Um, Yeah, did I say that I can't picture myself getting married? I also can't picture myself being in a real relationship with, like, a different person that, um, that, like, you need to, I don't know. I feel like when you're in a relationship, especially a long-term relationship, it's, like, you like that other person is now part of your life and whatever you do also affects that person and like you need to keep and keep that in mind with like communication and like your decisions and like I mean you also you may not necessarily need to but like you like want to or it's like both whatever and I don't know. I just can't even picture that. It don't make sense. Yeah, so basically in my mind, I go back and forth with like... Um, wanting a relationship because my life feels unfulfilled in other ways. Or I, I'm like, oh, I really am not looking for anything. Um, so like I just accept... The life that I am living right now. Um, oh, also sometimes I think about like I'm almost twenty. I am like in. I'm literally in my prime years. It's so upsetting that like I'm not getting any. <laughs> like I'm not getting any dick. That's unfortunate because soon I'm gonna start aging. <laughs> Why am I thinking like that? I don't know. Like, I I feel like I'm in my prime years. Like, this is so unfair. But that's really... Like, I just need to chill. Like, I really think I'm going to die tomorrow. Um, Knock on wood. But, um, I'm not. So. Yeah. Also, sometimes I'm like... Sometimes? I can't tell if I... Am a very sexual person, or that I, f- or that I'm just like m- pushed to be more sexual because of like social media and like movies and podcasts and things like that. Um, very interesting. Probably both, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. This is still kind of not, um, 
what I wanted this episode to be about, but I guess whatever, it's always a tangent. Um, I guess like what I wanted to talk about is there's this common pattern with guys where they like, well, first of all, a, di- a whole different topic is cheating, where like it's very generalized that like guys and girls, but like I would say more guys, like so many people cheat on their significant others and it makes you feel very stressed um, and it makes it difficult for honestly anyone to judge anyone because i personally have never been cheated on but i just have the associate or i just have i just keep in mind that i it's very common to be cheated on and i would definitely say that i just assume most guys especially young guys are assholes and are stupid, um, which does not bode me well in my love life, but that's fine. Um, and yeah, so cheating is one big thing, one big generalized thing that we females associate with the male species. Another thing is um, fear of commitment. And... I just like hear about this all the freaking time. Like I said, like um, in social media, in podcasts, in a lot of my friends too. Um, we always, you know, uh, you know, it's always like the female who likes the guy, but the guy and the guy like likes the girl and they might be exclusive or whatever, but the guy doesn't want to commit. And truthfully, I think it always comes down to, like, if two people don't want the same things, they probably shouldn't be in a, you know, relationship thing with each other. They shouldn't be seeing each other. They should both move on. Or just in general, mostly the girl, if the girl is, you know, wants more out of the relationship, she it's very it's a very dangerous game to continue in that situation um and especially hope for the guy to change because you know maybe he will maybe he is genuinely not ready for like whatever his excuse is like not ready for the relationship like i don't know whatever maybe he will eventually get to the place where he does want a relationship but chances are he won't and it doesn't have to do with the situation but it has to do with the person and i'm not saying that like the person i'm not saying that like the girl is uh you know deficient in something that like she needs for the guy to want to commit but i'm just saying like it's just not the right person like A guy will do anything for a girl that he, also I'm using um, heteronormative terms, but like you, and I don't know, I I don't know, I don't, I don't have many, I don't have a lot of experience with like, um, 
homosexual relationships or you know whatever so i'm just speaking from like experience and observation apologies um what was i saying oh yeah i wasn't i like it's not like the girl can like do anything to fix her life in order for the guy to like her but it's just like the if a guy meet what the fuck am i saying it like when a guy is like obsessed with a girl he will do anything to like hang out with her um or like he will commit if he wants to he will reach out if he wants to like all those twitter quotes are 100 percent correct but then again i say like a guy will always do this a guy will always do that it goes it goes for both genders and in my opinion it also goes for friendships and i'm speaking from personal experience like there are some people that i enjoy hanging out with but i personally do not care about the relationship that much like i will not reach out to them and like beg them to hang out with me i will not like make plans with them i like this is bad to say i will also there are some people like my best friends i would like shift things in my schedule in order to be able to hang out with them whereas other people you know i find it fun to hang out with them but i wouldn't um change out my schedule in order to be able to see them does that make sense it really is just like all about how much you really want to do things and it's generalized that it's like a guy girl situation where a guy doesn't want to commit but you know it also goes both ways and this also just reminds me of like um yeah i don't know it just it all depends on how much people really like each other and it is 100% true when people say the person who cares less or l- likes the other person less has more power in the relationship. Um, and again, this goes romantic relationships and um, just friendships in general. You know, I've been on both sides of the spectrum. I think that's how I think about it. I might be wrong, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, so back to what I was trying to say with this. Um, So you can be in a situation where um, you want to, you wish it was a, like, you wish this guy was, would commit to you and, like, would actually be your boyfriend and all that stuff. Or... You know, I feel like most often it's, you see this in like a friends with benefits situation um, where like you're, and you as the female are enjoying yourself just as much um, and the guy is all obviously you know, getting his benefits without the, without the strings attached. Haha. Um, but really all you do is complain about it and all you do is complain to him about it. 
and kind of like beg for him kind of and you know although that's good and grand i mean it isn't obviously um the only option is i don't know when you're in that situation where you're just like super unhappy with like the situation all you can do is drop it because or or honestly you just cannot complain about it because this situation like you're not you're not his girlfriend like you do not have the ability to tell him i mean in a relationship you definitely shouldn't do this either but like i'm just saying like in a relationship like it depends on like like the other person's decisions and behavior also affects you and you're in a committed you're in a committed relationship where like it's expected that like the other person can give you advice and like feedback on your life i feel like that's stating it really weirdly but you guys get what i mean like like you can you can tell the guy straight up but when you're not in a relationship like you can't really say that to the guy or you can just like it's not your freaking place and it's not his responsibility to try to change so what i'm saying is when you're constantly complaining about the guy and to the guy it's just like you're like he doesn't have to he doesn't owe you anything you can like it is your decision to either stay in that situation that you know may make you unhappy or you can drop it but don't complain about it because you you choose to be there. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe you don't. That's what I mean. Whatever. That's kind of the extent to um, this specific topic that I wanted to address because it affects me personally. Hee <laughs> hee. Um, but it also relates back. Yeah. So like I say that like, oh, you're in the situation, like you choose to be in this situation. So you're not allowed to complain about it. And like, you kind of have to be content or just don't be in it. Drop the bitch. You know what I mean? But I can't tell if I just like cannot bring myself to end it like I need him to end it or I need me to move or whatever <laughs> in order for it to end um but like I'm preaching that like oh you like if you don't like the situation freaking end it bitch you know I'm a hypocrite it's fine it's not fine I hate being a hypocrite the number one biggest pet peeve I have in people in general are hypocrites i don't know if that's the number one thing but that's like top five list fuck the hypocrites also i just remembered how like in high school i don't want to say in high school i just want to say like a few years ago i would judge people that are in like friends with benefits because um 
because I think it is just like kind of hurtful to like one person who at least one person well like one person who gets the feelings um and I just thought it was like very stupid of that person to like continue in that situation um because it's like so painful and like avoidable um now i think it's i don't know people say it's impossible to like be in friends with benefits i think like if both people are mature enough you can 100% do friends with benefits freaking get your dick wet you know what i'm saying but um yeah i'm not well yeah we're not going to talk about me <laughs> maybe we will next time <laughs> You know, this is just based off of my opinions. Hehe. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, it's because like my best friend was in kind of a friends with benefits thing and it was just so clear that like like she really liked him and he liked her too, but like, you know, he he's a guy if you know what i mean so honestly they both enjoyed themselves i think like it they had a great time but just that like kind of never lasts and one person always gets hurt so late night wine thoughts with emily basically uh, i just realized this is already at like 45 minutes i feel really bad i'm sorry um especially because i really wanted to talk more about um my thoughts on relationships because i have a lot but i think like my last thought is i just wanted to say that like i feel like i give good advice and when i talk about these things i have a good head on my shoulders you know what i'm saying you know correct me if i'm wrong but i think what i'm saying like it's realistic and it makes sense to me and i believe it but inside of my inside of my brain you know sometimes i just i'm an overthinker basically and i feel like i kind of go crazy in my brain because i think of like a million scenarios nothing makes sense to me nothing is rational so i say these things and i do believe these things but i don't like subconscious not not even subconsciously like i just like you can believe in something but not believe it Ooh, that's a quote right there you can believe in something but not fully believe it if that makes sense so, like I said, I hate hypocrites, but I'm a hypocrite. So, take everything I say with a grain of salt, because hypocrites suck. And, yeah, I guess I'll leave you guys um, with that. Um, I hope you guys have a grand old Thursday. I'm posting this on Thursday, tomorrow morning. Um, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of summer. Oops, I got a text. I hope you guys have a fantastic... Ah.
another text. I hope you guys have a fantastic summer, and I'm sorry that school is starting, and I hope you don't get corona, because a lot of you guys are going back to school, and let's be honest, you're going to party, and you're all going to get corona, but I am going to sit at home in my parents' home in suburban San Ramon and uh, be very depressed and lose my mind. However, I hopefully will not get corona, so in your face, suckers. Haha. Okay, good night. Bye. Thank you.